Hello and welcome to Business in Overdrive, the podcast where we discuss what it takes to build and scale a successful business in our modern day society. We touch on topics such as business strategy, marketing, advertising, and much more. Business in Overdrive is brought to you by Open Design, a digital marketing firm based in Northern Virginia, with our panel of myself, John Wynn, the Chief Creative Officer of Open Design, Chris Alguero, our Chief Operating Officer. Hello. Jose Rodriguez, our website manager. Hey, how's it going? And Summer Diedrich, our marketing manager. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to be discussing SEO, more specifically, why it's important, what really goes into it, and why it is advantageous for your company to have SEO. So what do you guys think? Why, why is SEO so important to a website and to a company? So I feel like SEO is like what makes Google find you, I guess. It's search. It's called search engine optimization. That's what SEO stands for, first of all. Um, I feel like that's what makes your website found through organic search. Yeah, so pretty much what SEO does is when you go into Google, it goes through and scans like every every single page ever on the web and it takes that information and it populates it so that when you search it can be found in google um so the importance of seo essentially you know just getting information on your website so that google can find it and people can find you yeah um both of those are correct um summer and jose so i guess to put it in layman terms seo is basically a way for you to allow your website and business to be found online, whether it's through Google, Microsoft, Bing, Yahoo, or any other search engine that may be out there. But obviously, Google is the most dominant. Um, and that's how your website's found on the web. You can cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially, I mean, you guys are all right. I mean, SEO not only for google right this is yahoo for bing for edge for safari for anything that's a major search engine online if you have indexable content is what it's called on your website which is just relevant content that people are actually actively searching for then it's more easily found on these websites if you are more relevant or if you're writing about the right things and having the right reference links or whatever it is you have a lot of things driving to this source of information for people, the end user, essentially. Um, so what goes into a blog, right? Like people are, uh, I'm sorry, not a blog. <laughs> Let me say that again. Please cut that out. <laughs> I'm leaving uh, that in. <laughs> uh, I think, Chris, you have a lot of background noise going on, too. I would just mute until you talk. Um, so what goes into SEO, right? There's a lot that goes into SEO. Um, there's backlinking. There's just in terms of like word uh, verbiage, you ha you can have a certain number of words on your page uh, because Google prefers having more verbiage on your page as long as it's not repetitive and uh, relevant to what the user's looking for. Um, but there's a lot that goes into SEO. There's content that goes into it. Um, pictures nowadays are indexed by major search engines as well. Um, they're submitting your information online and updating it regularly so that people um, can be, uh, can can find out you know when you're open for the holidays for example or like during this pandemic uh, time you know are you open at all are you if you're a restaurant are you doing just takeout only right like how often are you updating your information to the public 
Um, and I know with Google specifically, for example, um, you can, for Google My Business, you can do posts for your business that expire um, after a certain amount of time. But these posts also get indexed by these major search engines so that you're found more easily. If you're more active, you're gonna be found more easily. That helps your SEO. Um, same thing with social media and um, blogging and all these things that you can do to drive traffic to your company. The more you are doing for your yeah, company, think- the easier you're gonna be found essentially. Sorry, so I'm ready to mean to cut you off. You're good. I was just gonna say, yeah, I think one good thing to mention too is um, Google My Business. I know a lot of the small businesses don't think about um, going and claiming that. Um, but it's really good to claim your business because then you can fill out that whole sheet and it's really one of the the key things that Google uses for people to, to find you. Yeah, because what Google's going to do is it's going to rank you in different ways. It's going to rank you based on your search ranking. So like when you type in a search inquiry, it'll populate a list of websites. But then there's also... Um, you know, the local Google listings or the map listings that pop up. And typically people call these like the top three or the big three. And you'll see a map, you know, with all the businesses that are, you know, local to that area. And then it starts ranking them, you know, one by one. So Google has another ranking um, algorithm for that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So you want to make sure you're, you know, utilizing Google My Business as well as um, creating content for your website, driving traffic to your website, creating backlinks, essentially meaning you know other websites are linking back to your website, which helps you build authority. Yeah, and I mean, your website alone has a lot of elements that it can, that can exist. Like, you, first of all, you can be found for a certain keyword, a key phrase. You can be found because of your company name or because there's a map listing on it or a the map listing that lists your business, you can be found on there first before you even show up in the results, the search results themselves. Uh, But what goes into your website even is like, just a small example of the detail here is, you know, for each individual page that you have, you should have one H1 heading one on your, on your website or in that, on that one page, you should have at least, I think three H2 headings on the page. Um, but the content that goes with it too. I know major search engines prefer having at least 1500 words on each page. And I know that seems like a lot, but if you break it up and you organize it really well and you deliver the information effectively, it doesn't seem like that much, especially if it's relevant to the user because that's exactly what they're looking for or exactly why they're there. Yeah, and I think a lot of that information is gonna be taken up by probably your services page, Mm -hmm. which is good. So, yeah, and this goes with blogging too, right? Your blog, one of your blogs that you write about uh, on a specific service may show up first on a Google search result or a Yahoo or whatever it is, search engine that you're using, but it might show up first because that's the most relevant thing that that search engine found in terms of what the end user searched. So if I go to, for example, my toilet is leaking, how do I fix it? Right. And I type that into Google, for example, I may have a lot of sub pages show up, but that number one that showed up is the most relevant. It's the most visited. It's built better than the other ones, more than likely. But it has information that the masses of people have used more than they have on the other pages, which is why it's there. There's a lot that goes into it, but, you know, all in all, if you 
if you are relevant, if you stay relevant, if you um, construct things in an organized manner, you know, you can organically grow your SEO um, or you could actively fix it and regularly update it and, um, you know, move up higher in the rankings past your competitors, more importantly. Um, so that that goes into, you know, what is the advantage of having a blog, right? If I if I if all of us opened up a, um, or created a new website and only half of us did SEO for our website, you know, what's the advantage of that? How would that affect our rankings and how we're found? Basically, how it'll affect your rankings is the people who are actively creating content and doing SEO for the websites, they're going to be more likely to be found, you know, on the first page of Google. And there's a high chance that very high chance that most people, they do not go to the second page of Google. So if you're not in the first page and you're not in the top, you know, three to five, then it's likely people won't even see your website or even get the opportunity to visit it because even when you go to Google now and you put in a search inquiry, the first three listings that pop up are ads. And then typically you'll, you'll see a giant map with like the top three local businesses through Google My Business. And then you have the search pages. So if you can't even show up in those top, you know, six search listings already, you know, you're gonna have a very hard time being found. Um, mm -hmm once somebody scrolls past all those, because they're probably, probably going to click on the first one right under that map. So yeah. but, although it is very competitive, um, you do want to make sure you're doing everything that you can to get your name out there because you don't want to lose out on those opportunities. Yeah. And there's a there's actually a really funny joke I heard back in the day uh, when I first learned about SEO is um, where's the best place to hide a dead body? On the second page of Google. <laughs> I've heard that one before. That was a pretty yeah, good one. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. I can count the times I've visited the second and third page of Google, like maybe four times. The only time I did that was when I was actually really researching something. And I think it was probably because I was doing an essay for school. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I never went to the second page. Oh, it's too funny. I think that's the only time I've ever done it too. <laughs> yeah, right. When, so when... there it just shows, you know, the importance of being on that first page at least. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't want to, and SEO takes time, you know, um, it's not going to happen overnight. It's really, you know, to even get some movement, it's going to take a couple of months to start generating that content and those rankings. But um, if you do want to expedite the process, there is Google ads and that will all, Put you at the top immediately but you do have to obviously pay google for that but um yeah guys um i think that covers a lot about seo um basically what we discussed was you know seo is really good to help your website organic search ranking so if you want to be found online is something that you should consider to help you grow your business so you can you know um, find new customers through that way um seo can be very technical um so if you're not skilled in content development or link building or optimizing your keywords or optimizing Google My Business and monitoring those keywords, you know, you may want to consider, you know, outsourcing to somebody or getting help. Um, the way Open Design's process works for Open Design is typically we'll start with like an SEO audit 
you know, if you come to us asking for help, you know, we'll go through the fixes and requirements that you need to do or we would have to do to help you um, start to organically increase your search rankings. Um, we'll work on optimizing your keywords, building your reputation, uh, creating content like a blog, and then ultimately every month we will, you know, report back to you in regards to how you've improved on the web. So if you're looking for any help, um, we are here to help. You, you can contact us at scale at opndsn.com. Um, but we look forward to seeing you on our next blog next week. Thanks, guys.